It's Robin RJ here on San Antonio's Sports Star. I got some Tim Dillon tickets to give away in about uh, about eight minutes. Don't go nowhere. We're going to give them to you. But first, let's talk some Dow- Dallas Cowboys and NFL with one of our favorites, Joseph Hoyt's joining us. You know him from uh, Texas Lone Star Live. He's worked with RJ Ochoa. He is a Cowboys insider, and we are awfully uh, proud to have him. Good morning, uh, John. How or Joe? How's yeah, the morning good- going? Good morning to you guys. Uh, I heard some big news happened last night, so. Yeah, I've been a little busy. Um, were you a surprise? And I've been asking this question all day long. Uh, was the timing a bigger surprise than keeping him? You know, I don't think the timing was that much of a surprise because it kind of seemed, you know, after that last game that Jerry was going to take a little bit of time. They were going to kind of go through their exit interview process and really, you know, take some time to think about what could potentially be a big move here. Um, and ultimately, I think after taking his time, he decided to make that move. And, you know, I – I, I go back and forth on whether it was surprising or I don't think it would be shocking, but you know, it was one of those, Oh, okay. This is, they're going to do it. Um, you know, they're actually going <laughs> to run it back. And <laughs> I think that's the more surprising thing is, you know, I think that there were options obviously there. Um, and I, I kind of thought with the free agent market of coaches that they would take a look out there, but you know, they think that there's enough confidence that they can take the next step with the guys in house. Joseph, you, um, Quote tweeted a report about the Atlanta Falcons and Bill Belichick uh, about to be, or on the precipice of having a second interview. And, and you noted that this was the morning after the Cowboys decided to stick with Mike McCarthy. Now, Adam Schefter reported this morning that his understanding is that the Cowboys didn't necessarily test the waters. But, I mean, are, are you gullible enough to believe that this is just a coincidence with Bill Belichick? Or, I mean, do you think there's any possibility that this was a, a matter of, of at least opening eyes elsewhere and ultimately coming back home? Yeah, part of me wonders with that. I mean, obviously all these reports, there's kind of two sides to it, right? And, you know, one side can leak information or the other side can leak information to kind of fit narratives. Part of me wonders if, you know, that there was intrigue, at least from Bill Belichick and the idea of coaching the Cowboys. Um, You know, so maybe, you know, the Cowboys and Belichick, you know, they didn't really test the waters, but there was some kind of, hey, you know, hypothetically, if we were to go into the waters, maybe we should test it. Um, You know, I think ultimately Bill Belichick is looking to win another Super Bowl. Uh, Tom Brady did it without him. He's trying to do the same thing. And I think if you're looking at ready-made rosters, the Cowboys offer the best chance uh, among the teams with a potential coaching opening to take that next step. But it's not going to be the Cowboys. Uh, who said no to whom? Uh, <laughs> good question. Um, you know, I think that, I mean, I think this honestly comes back to the idea that Jerry Jones did not have an easy decision at the end of the day. I think there was risk with obviously moving on and, and kind of removing a coaching staff that has won 12 games, three straight seasons, um, that has put themselves in good positions, something that, you know, the previous regime didn't do consistently. Um, you know, and I, I think that there was risk both sides. But, you know, I think a lot of times people talk about, hey, you know, it takes time to build these things. It, it takes time to have a foundation. you got to let that, you know, that, let that tree grow. Let that foundation see what it comes into fruition. Um, I think my big concern objectively is, hey, yeah, you, you've won 12 games, three seasons in a row and you're 1-3 in the playoffs, I don't know if that's a foundation or if that's exactly who you are. So I think that's something that's going to be kind of determined here this coming season. Joseph, it, it does seem like like everybody's down pretty bad. Um, you know, like, like <laughs> and, I, and I agree with you, um, you know, the, the timing or whatever, like this was this was news that they could have waited a week and people would have been just as angry. This is This is simply just outraged because people are talking at this point in time. What is, I mean, if there is anything, I mean, and you can get as creative as you'd like with this within the realms of practicality, obviously, what is the thing that pulls people back in besides the passage of time? Like, what is the, the tangible move, the thing they can adjust to, to 
cause people to believe in them even remotely at this point. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head with the passage of time. You know, I think time heals all wounds. And let's be honest, the Packers opened a pretty big one in that wild card loss. But I think ultimately what Jerry Jones is probably asking of himself and what he's asking of Cowboy fans is, hey, let's believe in the idea of delayed gratification. You know, hey, let's, let's, we're building something. We're on the cusp. And I think if we kind of keep building, eventually it's going to work out. I think the hard part with delayed gratification, though, is when there's so much recent examples that there could be delayed disappointment once again. Um, and I think that's kind of the tough part is, hey, we've seen this movie before. We've now seen this movie three times in a row. And this latest example is probably the most horrifying of the sequels in terms of playoff success. So, I, you know, I think maybe time will help. You know, obviously once the offseason comes around, there's some moves to be made. You know, maybe there's some intrigue there. Um, you know, obviously they got some salary cap things to figure out once training camp comes around and Oxnard, you know, anticipation, you know, perks up. So does optimism. But I think that, you know, delayed gratification is kind of what Jerry Jones is asking for here. We're joined by Joseph Hoyt of Texas Lone Star Live as we talk Dallas Cowboys. And while one question was answered in McCarthy, at least for another year, the next is the Dak um, extension, you know, whether it's worth it or not, might be out the window. I, my question to you, and you too, RJ, will Dak Prescott be the Cowboys quarterback in 2026? Will he still be here? Uh, that's that's a great question. Um, you know, to be honest with you, like I, it's kind of hard to tell because I think at the end of the day, Dak Prescott obviously had an MVP caliber season, disappointing the playoffs. Second team All Pro. I think it's worth noting that he got earned those All Pros honors over Brock Purdy, you know, mm-hmm. theoretically here, um, and he took a major step. And I think if you know Dak Prescott, you know, he himself kind of said, "Hey, I, I'm tying myself to Mike McCarthy here, right? If he's on the, if he's on the chopping block, I should be on the chopping block." And I think that's going to be kind of a relationship, and you know, a, a tandem there, kind of moving forward. That's going to be the storyline. These two are now kind of tied together next season. I think Todd France obviously put. Um, the Cowboys in the chokehold when he was able to get a no-trade clause and a $60 million cap hit here this coming season. So there's no, I mean, the extension's coming, right? right? It's a matter of when, not if. But moving forward after that, I mean, hey, if they go out and disappoint both of them next year, you know, I, I think that their, their two fates might be tied together. Joseph, it's, look, again, the mood is, is poor right now, but you've done a great job this season, I think, telling some, some really positive stories of different players. Um, what is your favorite? I mean, give it a nice little plug because I feel like there are a lot of choices uh, now that the season's over and we have some opportunity to reflect. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, this this was actually, you know, I mean, this is my first season on the beat it was very fun. It, you know, there's always a learning curve with with learning a new team, and I think I really tried to kind of hone in on some stories that might not be the most common ones. And honestly, my favorite ones actually wasn't even a player. Um, it was it was doing the feature on Kyle Yeomans, who ended up you know having to step right. in for Brad Sham um, when Brad you know, went out um, with an illness in the Seattle game. And, you know, I, I think that that was just kind of a, a story of not only a person stepping up, you know, when their moment's called, but also someone who had worked really, really hard to get to that point. And I, I think at the end of the day, you know, opportunities about preparation and working for it, and he got it and took advantage of it. Um, and I think that that's something that not only applies to humans, but applies to athletes too. I mean, um, you know, I think Brandon Aubrey obviously is another good right. example, was able to tell his story and, um, Rico Daddle finally healthy, Jordan Lewis being able to persevere. You know, the cool thing about NFL beat RJ, you know this, there are a lot of cool stories to tell and a lot of different people. And I'll tell you what, there'll be no shortage of them next season. You know, you know, based on today's Joe, game. you talked about your first time on the beat, and I want to get your perspective as a, you know, a guy that's first time in this orbit. 
Did you get anything, you know, in your first time in the Cowboys with any kind of sense of, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find a commonality into why they keep, you know, falling apart in the playoffs. And you could blame accountability for penalties or mistakes, you know, the pre-snap issues and all that. Do you get the sense that that's not a huge concern around the building? Like when you got there and through the year that, you know, penalties and mistakes, well, we're going to talk about it and try to address it. It's really just part of the, the way the Cowboys do things. It's kind of funny because, you know, I've been in Dallas now for five years, six years covering high schools, colleges, and now the Cowboys. And I've, I've been privy to seeing the cycle, the fan cycle of like, hey, you know, optimism. We beat up on some good teams. Hey, this could be our year. And then, uh-oh, playoffs come. And, you know, I kind of was like, oh, you know, maybe that's just coincidence and, no. you know, nothing really to find a source in. And uh, I think this year was kind of a eye-opening experience of, oh, wait, no, this thing is real. Um, you know, I, I – I, this the team – I talked about it a little bit, you know, after the game. The team that showed up against Green Bay literally almost did the exact opposite of everything they had done all season. You know, they played a lot of zone when they were playing man. <laughs> the defense had takeaways and sacks all season, couldn't get any. The Dak and CD were the best combination of football. They had were a misconnection against the Packers. The home winning streak all of a sudden went, was stifled. It, it was one of the more mind-blowing things, to be honest with you, from just an objective reporter standpoint I've seen. It was just how different they were in that game. And to your point, I, I, don't, I don't know what the source is of it, but, you know, hey, three straight seasons of 12 wins and then playoff exits pretty early, that's, that's pretty telling in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Joseph, uh, Mike McCarthy is going to be speaking soon. You'll obviously cover that. Um, if you had to predict kind of the, the common theme of what we're going to hear, I mean, what, what do you think they're about to try Maya and sell to, to, yeah, to, uh, <laughs> to a pack of wild hyenas? No, that's a great question. I, if I had to predict it, I, I, I'd say it's, they're going to hammer a lot on culture, um, you know, around the players and, and kind of the relationships that they have with McCarthy. It does seem like they they had, you know, genuine, real appreciation for him and what he's done there. Um, I, I think they're going to hammer on how close they are. But I think this, the secret thing about all this that might not be said is just at the end of the day, Jerry Jones was in a rock and a hard place. Like, there was risk both ways to keep Mike McCarthy or to go out and try and get a Bill Belichick or a Mike Rabel or a Jim Harbaugh or a Bobby Slowick and, I don't think there was an easy decision. So at the end of the day, they're going to let it run. Um, maybe we'll get some more contract deals. I imagine that it's, you know, that it's just going to be the last year of his deal and we're just like Jason Garrett. But um, I think that the theme is going to be patience and on the cut. Joseph, you made a great point about the decision that Jerry made knowing, you know, keeping McCarthy, that opened him up to a remarkable amount of uh, – uh, let's just say constructive criticism all the way to ridicule. I mean, it does. It, it really. He became the target the moment he said McCarthy was staying. Yeah, no, I think so too. And I, I think that the tough part about today is that everyone says, "Hey, was it a good decision or a bad decision?" At the end of the day, kind of that delayed idea. We don't know until what happens at the end of the season. We have recent history to suggest what might happen at the end of the season, but at the end, of the day, we don't know what's actually how this decision is going to look. But I'll tell you what, if, if there's another first-round playoff exit next year after a promising regular season, it's going to look like a significant missed opportunity. I can't even imagine. One thing we do know, this was great. Uh, he is Joseph Hoyt of Texas Lone Star Live on that Cowboy beat, and he's got to go listen to the head coach of the Cowboys uh, begin the, the next day in the rest of his Cowboy career. He'll be here for at least 365 more, we assume. Hey, thanks for stopping by, man. Will you come back? Oh, of course. I'd be happy to. Thank you both so much.